Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillah, نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مدل له ومن يدلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله تعالى في كتابه المجيد ألهاكم التكافر حتى زرتم المقابر كلا سوف تعلمون ثم كلا سوف تعلمون كلا لو تعلمون علم اليقين لترغن الجحيم ثم لترغنها عين اليقين ثم لتسألن يؤميذ عن النعيم صدق الله العظيم In today's khutbah, inshallah, I will cover a very basic topic which is connected, which is mentioned in this surah which is one of the surahs probably we recite many times in our regular salahs as it's one of the shortest surahs. Surah Takathur, before it was revealed, some of the Sahaba, they used to think of these, this hadith of Rasulullah as if it was part of the Qur'an. Of course, it was not part of the Qur'an. The hadith that says, لو أن لابن آدم مثل واد مال لا أحب لا أحب الله إليه مثل the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam it's talking about that if the son of Adam had given had money equal to a valley, then he will wish for another similar to it. For nothing can satisfy the eye of Adam, Adam's son, except the dust. His stomach cannot be filled by anything except when he will see his grave. That's what the ayat are talking about. Alhaakum takafur hatta zurtumul maqabir. That this mutual rivalry of exceeding about gaining the worldly benefits in this dunya. That divorce us. This is what the human nature is. 
This is where shaitan comes and try to divorce us from our main purpose of life. And this gathering of wealth, sometimes we think of it as only talking about wealth. Actually, it's about any kind of benefit that we are trying to achieve in this dunya. That divorces us. Divorces us from what though? That's the key thing to understand. It diverts us from the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal. It diverts us to abide by the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It diverts us in the direction that displeases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we get busy with achieving benefits in this dunya. And those benefits could be of any kind. Of course, if it's halal, Allah Azza wa wants us to do, there is something in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this dunya is created for the mankind to achieve or to use these things in the halal way, the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to do. But this diversion, it diverts a person to an extent until he reaches his grave. Until he reaches his grave and realizes that he has lost it. And there are many ahadith on this subject. There is another hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam reported by Abi Hurairah radiallahu an. يقول العبد مالي مالي إنما له من ماله ثلاثة ما أكل فأفى أو لبس قابل أو عات فقتنى وما سوى ذلك فهو ذاهب وتارك للناس. أبو هريرة says that a servant says Rasulullah said a servant says my wealth my wealth but out of his wealth. Three things are only his. Whatever he eats and makes use of it, or by means of which he dresses himself and it wears out, or he gives us charity. And this is what he stores for himself as a reward for hereafter. And what is beyond this, it is of no use for you. Because you are the you are to depart and leave it for other people. And similar hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam talks about that. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that man loves the wealth of his inheritors. He loves the wealth of the inheritors. And Sahaba's response was, but we don't do this. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned to him that what you use in the path of Allah Azza wa Jal, that's the only one that's going to go along with you. And the rest of it, it stays behind. And it is actually the wealth of your inheritance, not even yours. And most of us, when we look at our, our behaviors, our behavior, is revolve, behavior revolves around gathering the wealth, and keep counting, and thinking that this is good for me. And that wealth that you keep counting and get happy with, most of the time the wealth is not even ours. Because that wealth will be inherited by, inherited by somebody else. That does not even belong to us. And that's the wealth becomes the source of happiness for many people. 
عند سمل سجد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سيهرم ابن آدم ويشب من من ثمان الحرص على المال والحرص على العمر the hadith says Anas bin Malik reported this hadith the son of Adam grows old but two things keep him young desire for the life and desire for the wealth he just keeps hoping he will get more health he keeps hoping that he is going to get more, uh, more, more, more age he will live longer and longer and look at yourself and ask this question to yourself ask your kids if he's 10 years old, he will look at you even if you are 30 years old or 40 years old. He will say, you are old. The ones who are 20, or they look at you as 20 years old, as an old person. You get 20, by the time you are 20, you think 20 is not old, 30 is old. By the time you are 30, you say, no, 30 is still young, 40 is old. By the time you are 40, you think 50 is old, 40 is not old. Look at yourself, look at ourselves, all of us. Isn't that how we think? Isn't how it goes on? You hit 50, so 50 is young, 60, one, six, the people who are 60, they're old people. And this is the hip. This is the greediness about the age that he's hoping he's get more age. He'll live longer. Same way about the wealth. There were times, if you had 50 dollars in your pocket, you used to think, MashaAllah, I have money. Now you can have, people have thousands of dollars in their bank account. They think, no, I'm still not yet wealthy. If I have more, or the one who has, you, when you have 50 100 dollars in your pocket, you look at the one who has thousands, he's the, he's the rich one. You get thousands, you think, of, no, 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 I, I don't have much, I need more. When I have millions in my account. And this goes on and on and on until we reach our end of life. As the hadith of Rasulullah was talking about, that this greediness of the men does not end until his stomach is filled with the, with the, with the sand, with the, uh, the, the earth or whatever, when you end up in your grave. That's the, that, that's the idea that we have to think about. And this is what Rasulullah sallallahu has mentioned in the commentary of this, this surah also. And the scholars have mentioned about the very same surah the same, same way. Then the ayat, ayat continue on. Kalla sawfa ta'lamoon, thumma kalla sawfa ta'lamoon. This diversion that took us away from obeying Allah Azza wa Jal until we reach our grave. And the ayah goes on, Kalla sawfa ta'lamoon. No, you shall know. You will find out. Thumma kalla sawfa ta'lamoon. No, you will find out. After you die, you will find out what really was the purpose of the life. And Hassan Basri says, when Allah Azza wa Jal is repeating this, it is to stress this point that you are going to become aware when you are in your graves. No, if you knew with a sure knowledge, meaning no, with the, the true knowledge you would not divert by this rivalry. 
if you really know ahead of time, Allah Azza wa Jal send the messengers. So we would be aware of what this life is about. And it can only happen if it is a true knowledge for us. When it says true knowledge, this become a knowledge of yaqeen, of surety, that makes us move. If that knowledge is not moving us to fulfill the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have to go back and check. Do we really believe in this knowledge Allah azza wa jal has sent through the messenger Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Or do we just skim through it, read through it ritualistically and don't realize what the, 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 these commands, these ayat from Allah Azza wa Jal are, uh, are commanding us. So it has to be ilmul yaqeen. It has to be the knowledge of surety. The knowledge of surety that makes us move. The knowledge of surety when we are thirsty and we want to drink water, we look at water and drink it because that's the knowledge of surety that we know that this water can fulfill our thirst. So this knowledge that we are going to meet Allah Azza wa Jal has to be ilmul yaqeen. Has to be the knowledge that moves us to obey Allah Azza wa Jal in every aspect of our lives. And then the ayat goes on, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the people who were diverted in this dunya, that they were diverted, you were diverted by this rivalry of gaining the benefits in this dunya, whether it was wealth, whether it was health, whether it was whatsoever in this dunya. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Verily you shall see the blazing fire, blazing hellfire. And again you, should, you shall see it with certainty of sight now. So the before about the hellfire was the knowledge of surety. And after being ending up in the grave, and not following the commands of Allah Azza wa Jal, then لَتَرَوُنَّ الْجَحِيمِ You shall see the blazing fire. Now this was before it was ilm al-ghayb that you did not see. Now this ilm al-yaqeen will become the ilm al-yaqeen that you can see it. But that will be too late. That will be too late at that time. كَلَّا سَوْفَ تَعَلَمُونَ ثُمَّ كَلَّا سَوْفَ تَعَلَمُونَ No, you shall come to know. And you shall come to know that Allah is threatening them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is threatening the mankind, which is what the people of fire will see. It is a fire which it exhales, as one of the, uh, some of the hadith discusses, if it is exhaled one breath, every angel who is near and every prophet who was sent would all fall down on their knees. Due to the fear. That's what the hellfire that we are talking about here. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, On that day, you shall be asked about all the na'im, all the blessings 
that you were given in this world. And when we talk about the blessings given in this world, we will be asked. Those blessings could be of any nature. Every one of us have different kinds of blessings from Allah Azza wa Jal. It could be the wealth, brothers. It could be our health. It could be the knowledge that we are carrying. And the knowledge can be about the book of Allah Azza wa Jal or Islam. Or this knowledge could be the knowledge of this dunya that we have co uh, collected somehow. What did we do with all these blessings? We will be held accountable for that. And that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about in this surah. One of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam talks about the, 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 these na'im that Allah has given to us. The hadith of na'matan maghboonun fihima kathirun min al-nas al-sihha wal-faraq. The hadith says, there are two blessings that many people are deceived into losing. Health and free time. Health and free time. These two things, people have been deceived by that. Another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say, O son I made you ride upon the horses and camels. I gave you women to marry. And I made you reside and rule in on the earth. So where is the thank for that? Where is the thank for that? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given this, these na'mas for us. Now, we have to understand what does it mean by thanking Allah Azza wa Jal. The thanking Allah Azza wa Jal is not just barely saying Alhamdulillah every time that we come across the na'mah from Allah. It's not just bare uttering from your mouth. It's also about thanking Allah by doing what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about that He will ask us whatever we are given, including that with the hadith as mentioned, that Ya Ibn Adam, Hamaltuka ala al-Khaili wal Ibli wa Zawjudaka al-Nisa wa Ja'alaka tarba wataras. As the scholars talk about, wataras means that you are the Ra'is, you are the one who are ruling, you are the heads of the people. Did you rule by Allah Azza wa Jal revealed to you? Did you apply these things in your individual life? Did you apply this on the societal life? If you're not doing what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us, this is not called thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is called we are being ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's the thing we should remember. People will be talking about New Year and all the garbage or celebrating the new year and making resolutions. We as Muslims should be making these resolutions all the time. We are going to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't know when, any time we can face Allah azza wa And a simple exercise I can give you to do that. Look at your days. How does your day start? Are you thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Are you remembering and you focusing that how my day will go now? And the end of the day. Can we really go back and check? Was I diverted from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted from me? 
Did I get engaged in the dunya to the point that I forgot what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created me for? If that's the case, brothers, we really have to go back and think about our lives. Or we will end up what Allah Azza wa Jal is talking about in the surah Al-Hakum al-Takafir Hatta zurtum al-Maqabir Kalla sawfa ta'alamuna thumma kalla sawfa ta'alamun Kalla law ta'alamuna ilm al-Yaqeen Latarabunna al-Jaheem Thumma latarabunna ha'ayn al-Yaqeen Thumma latusalunna yawmaythin anin na'im Waqulu qawli haza Astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa lisa al-Muslamin Fastaghfiruhu innahu wa sallu rahim Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sira are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sira are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.